The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. And praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m., on station KB TV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m on station KACY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cali for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continue the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and confluence and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we celebrate the 62nd anniversary of our Maui Branch Church, 
located at 1211 Front Street in Lahaina. Services will begin promptly at 10 a.m. and will be hosted by our pastor Kenneth M. Alverio and Mrs. Dolly Alverio. All are welcome. We would also like to pay tribute to those who have served in our nation's armed forces. Veterans Day honors all the men and women who voluntarily went into harm's way, risking their lives to preserve what is most precious to American citizens everywhere, the freedoms of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Our church choir, under the leadership of Emilia Hahn, will sing this uplifting song entitled, Sold Out. Doing their background music will be Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. Please join in singing as the words appear on your television screen.
Salvation, as you know, TV viewers, is an invisible matter between you and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. A great beginning to our relationship and journey with the Lord is by accepting Him as your personal Savior, just as the members of our church band is doing. Listen as they play for us this solemn tune under my direction entitled, Let There Be Peace on Earth.
When Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, he took on the sins of the whole world and became the sacrificial lamb that we may receive salvation full and free. Our soloist this morning, Christy Grimes, offers praises and thanksgiving for all that the Lord has done, is doing, and will do in this life and that to come. Linda Nier, as she sings for us this beautiful song entitled, I Pledge Allegiance to the Lamb. Accompanying her will be Edith Matsuki on the piano, trusty associate pastor Evans Brook Sr., and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, and Iris Locke on the drums. Try. 
The words sung in this song are very true to many believers of Jesus Christ. In Revelations 14, 3, it reads, And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne, and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the 144,000 which were redeemed from the earth. We want to be in that number. TV viewers, listen once again as our church choir sings this inspiring song entitled, When the Saints Go Marching In. Accepting Jesus into your life viewers is a step towards acknowledging you are a sinner and want the Lord to lead and guide you every step of the way. 
Listen to the talents of our youth strings play this amidi entitled Amazing Grace along with My Chains Are Gone.
In Luke 24, 46, Jesus said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said this, he gave up the ghost. Jesus truly was the Son of God. Our vocal duet will be our sisters in Christ, and in real life, they are Pohaku Carter and Kalei Reese, both who will sing the inspiring song entitled, Thy Will Be Done. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful song to Mr. Narciso and Mrs. Bobbylin Eugenio. Your labor of love and diligence for the furtherance of the gospel work will not go unrewarded. May Jesus continue to pour out bountiful blessings, pressed down and overflowing in this life and that to come. Have a fantastic Sunday. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continent United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts are now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KXDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, and from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ TV channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 a.m. on 12 midnight on station KGTV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner cable 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday School for All Ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are conducted also by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Kaloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. The greatest teacher I know is Lord. Through the Holy Spirit, we learn and accept His teachings without exceptions. Do you recall the simple fishermen whom He personed to His service? They heard the gospel, believed without reservations, repented of their sins, and were baptized in the name of Jesus. Then along with the Lord, they became fishers of men, whose primary goal was to bring souls to Jesus. Thus, viewers, the main purpose of my TV sermon, Veterans to God and Mankind, is to bring Jesus to you and cause you to realize how serious and necessary salvation is for every participant out there in a viewing audience. Today, we pay tribute to those who have served in our nation's armed forces. Veterans Day honors all of the men and women who voluntarily went into harm's way, risking their lives to preserve what is most precious to American citizens everywhere, the freedoms of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. On November 11, 1918, the Allies granted an armistice to the Central Powers in World War I, and peace was declared. By congressional resolution in 1926, America followed the path of England and France and officially designated November 11, Armistice Day, as a national holiday. In 1954, President Eisenhower signed in a proclamation declaring November 11th as Veterans Day, in honor of the men and women who served America in all of its wars. 
These memorial ceremonies took place on November 11th, which celebrated the ending of World War I on November 11, 1918, at 11 a.m. Yes, it was the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month that the war to end all wars came to an end. However, World War II broke out in 1939, and 16 and one-half million Americans took part in World War II. 407,000 of them died in service, and more than 292,000 died in the fields of battle. The United States of South on the beaches of Normandy remained fresh in the mind of my dad, the late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., who was a veteran of that war. He was honored with a purple heart, which he proudly wore. He would recall the cold sea air, the boisterous ocean, the intense enemy gun and mortar fire, explosions and soldiers falling to the left and right of me would never leave my memory. He thanks the Lord, Jesus Christ, for being merciful to him so that he could live to tell his story. He found special comfort in Psalm 91 while in the toughest of battles, crouching a foxhole to shelter him for the intense and indiscriminate enemy fire. He personally committed himself to the Lord Jesus, saying, Lord, if you get me out of this place alive, I will serve you the rest of my life. Hearing his prayer, the Lord Jesus Christ delivered him that day, and he lived up to his promise by having served the Lord Jesus Christ as chief pastor of the Apostolic Faith Church for 54 years. With that experience, he is a true veteran both to God and to mankind. Today, nations are preparing for wars and equipping themselves with nuclear weapons to destroy one another. As described in 2 Peter 3, 10 to 13, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in that which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, Think about what manner of persons are ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Seeing that the end is near, we should aspire to become God-fearing believers and veterans to God by being born again of water and of the Spirit and walking in the light of Jesus Christ. The salvation and the saving of the souls of mankind should be top priority to us and also to every nation's government. The great founders of the world's renowned religions have died and Jesus Christ among them, but only Jesus Christ rose triumphantly over death, hell, and the grave to preach the self-same gospel on the shores of Galilee. We today preach that self-same gospel in the apostolic faith church here in Hawaii and in other telecast areas. Mark 1, 14 to 15 leads us into the gospel saying, now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. That gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes the Holy Ghost and fire, and Jesus is coming soon and much sooner than many men think. Jesus Christ invites us today saying, Come unto me and all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For today is the day of salvation, if you will but hear my voice. If we are his sheep, we will heed and respond to his call by coming to him for our personal salvation. Nicodemus, over 2,000 years ago, came seeking Jesus Christ to learn that he must be born again in the name of Jesus Christ as found in John 3, 3, 5, and 7. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In John 3, 5, it reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, 
he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 7, he reads, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born of water means being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ by immersion in water. And to be born of the Spirit relates to the speaking in tongues, which confirms that we have been filled with God's Holy Spirit. This second spiritual birth gives us new spiritual life to enable us in our new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. We then become new creatures in Christ Jesus. We are not just reformed in our own nature, but we are created into a new spiritual creature in Christ Jesus to permit spiritual contact with Him. The old nature and things of the past are passed away. The real ministry of the disciples began after they received God's Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. They preached in the power of the Holy Ghost as Peter did in Acts 2, verse 38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in the 39 and the 41st verses, it reads, For the promises unto you and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. God is calling men everywhere to repent, and he is calling unto him a people out of a people, to form his one true church or body of Christ, of which he is the head. Thereby the name of Jesus Christ is confirmed in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Simply put, without the name of Jesus Christ, there is no salvation. This act by Peter and the disciples began their salvation, just as the Word of God tells us in Acts 2, 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers. God's key to the kingdom of God is vested in the name of Jesus Christ that unlocks the door of salvation for all mankind. Therefore, the scriptures makes us wise unto salvation, and we therefore preach the gospel of the kingdom of God in its fullness in every telecast. If we therefore love the Lord Jesus Christ and seek to become veterans unto him, we must be encouraged to keep his commandments, for his commandments are not grievous. Veterans unto mankind are the veterans of World War I, World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the Persian Gulf War, Operation Enduring Freedom in Afghanistan, and Operation Rocky Freedom, who we honor today. Memorial sites in our nation's capital stand as a reminder in memory of those who are dead and survivors who defended America in battlefields abroad and in the homeland. These brave veterans are remembered throughout America's ceremonies with American flags, crosses, and floral lays and arrangements as decorations on their grave markers. The history of Veterans Day has special significance. In 1921, an unknown World War I veteran was buried in the nation's highest place of honor, Arlington National Cemetery. This site on a hillside overlooking the Potomac River and the city of Washington has become the focal point of reverence for all armed force veterans. Though world leaders desire World War II end, Global conflicts are ongoing today as America engages in the war against terrorism. Wars, rumors of wars, and global conflicts continue in Afghanistan and in Iraq even as we speak and will do so until Jesus Christ brings peace when he comes in clouds of glory. Each day brings us reports of new or continued hostilities as in the explosive Middle East we appear to be heading towards Armageddon. Revelation 16, 16 relates, and he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. This term is defined as the Mount of Slaughter. The Armageddon theology is the belief that a final conflict between good and evil is impending and will bring about the destruction of the world. No one knows when Armageddon is going to take place, but a prevalent belief among many people is that the end is near. Many ask, where is peace? 
Plans and summons for peace have been made again and again, but they have all ended in failure. Even the endeavor with establishment of the United Nations has not solved the problem, nor has it been able to effect total world peace. Jesus Christ prophesies in Matthew 24, 6 to 7, and he shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that he be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nations and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. This is happening today. The media reports of the struggles between Muslims and Christians, Protestants and Catholics, ethnic groups fighting against each other. There is also the presence of terrorists, violence, hijackings, bombings, and anarchy throughout the world. Famines and pestilences of every kind are taking place with chemical and other kinds of pollution in our rivers, lakes, and oceans. Weather pattern changes are becoming very common today with mighty earthquakes, hurricanes, tsunamis, and multiple major storms occurring more frequently. These are the beginning of sorrows and a sign to us that the end is near. In spite of all of this, the United States of America is the only great nation and role model amongst the world's powers today, which believes in God and maintains a democratic form of government. We can easily see that spiritually, politically, financially, socially, and morally, the world is waxing worse and worse at ever-increasing speed. Though united in war at one time, even in peace, the allied nations are now divided and cannot fulfill nor maintain the peaceful terms. The perplexity and distress of the nations foretold by Jesus Christ in Luke 21, 25 to 26. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts feeling them for fear and looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Biblical prophecy is equivalent to modern history being written in advance and serves two purposes. First, it validates the inspiration found in God's holy word, the Bible. And second, it foretells future events with unerring certainty and accuracy. In fact, the Bible is more current than tomorrow's newspaper and is substantiated by the many infallible proofs. It is therefore reasonable to expect that any unfulfilled prophecy thus far will be fulfilled in due time. 2 Peter 1, 20-21 relates his saying, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. Prophecy should not be taken by itself, but should be compared with other parts of the Scripture in order to learn its full meaning. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of men, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The Bible is not a man-inspired book. Every word of the Bible came from God through holy men who were guided and kept from error in their writings by His Holy Spirit. God's word relates to clearing the way for the world dictator who for the final seven years of this age will have full control of the entire world. Revelation 13, 16-18 says, And he caused that all both, small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of the man. And his number is 600, three score, and six. Everyone having the number 666 on their forehand or forehead will be doomed. Salvation will elude them, and they will be beheaded for the witness of Jesus Christ and for the word of God during the tribulation period. And those who do not worship the beast nor his image and neither receive his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands will be raised up in the first resurrection. We read in Revelations 25 to 6, But the rest of the dead lived not until again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. 
but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. A second death means everlasting torment and separation from God. This shall be the punishment of all who have already died physically and in unbelief and rebelled against God. The Lord Jesus Christ declared in Matthew 24, 21 that the great tribulation will be a period of much torment and travail involving the entire earth. It will signify the time of Jacob's trouble. Jerusalem and the Holy Land will be the vortex. The great tribulation will also be a period of salvation. An elite group comprised of the 12 tribes of Israel is sealed for God and a multitude of Gentiles is to come out of that great tribulation. The true church will not go through the tribulation period, but will have been caught up to meet the Lord in the air. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16-17 identifies this. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Christians today are among those who have cried and prayed for that lasting and glorious peace which has been promised by God himself. There are many signs in the streets of Jerusalem and at all the tourist attractions we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. This prayer and request will be answered when Jesus Christ comes back and sets his foot upon the Mount of Olives. And only then will the Prince of Peace bring peace to the world. Today, people march for peace, shout for peace, pray for peace, sing about peace, donate money for peace, and even vote for peace, but to no avail. Jeremiah 8.15 advises, we looked for peace, but no good came. For a time of health, and behold, trouble. It is sad, but true, that world peace is only temporary at best. Why, we can't even keep peace in our own neighborhoods. Perhaps it is because true peace depends on the inward state of mankind rather than an outward appearance. Jesus Christ tells us in John 14, 27, Peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, I give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And in John 16, 33, Jesus Christ tells us, In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. The Apostle Paul was a true veteran and soldier for the Lord Jesus Christ. He was a chosen vessel of the Lord who was to bear the Lord's name before the Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. He labored more than any other disciple and suffered for the name of Jesus Christ. Though his departure was at hand, he knew that his soul, his spirit, will be living forever with Jesus Christ, whom he loved sincerely. Therefore, be a true veteran to God and also to mankind today, because veterans of the cross will never die. And like Paul, we can say in the end, we can say we have fought a good fight. If you'd like to know more about God's Word and the church and review this telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. The church band will bring the Veterans Day program to a close by playing the rendition of a most befitting number entitled, The Banner of the Cross.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.